So this uh, group that's come to the monastery um, traveled to many monasteries throughout this week uh, cultivating goodness. You have the faith to do this, to come together and to travel seeking out merit in this way. So today you've come to Wat Mapjan, and uh, this is a branch monastery of Wat Nombapong, of Lumpuchar's monastery, this 73rd branch monastery. And uh, many of you have had the opportunity to come here before. And uh, so I first came to establish this monastery in the year 1984. And uh, before that, I was staying at Wat Lamluka in Patramtani, outside of Bangkok, with Ajahn Somchai. And um, the space there was quite small, limited, and the land uh, around it was very, very expensive. And so I had this intention to find a more secluded place. So I came to the east of Thailand, and uh, this monastery um, appeared. We came here to practice the Dhamma. And so that was 19 years ago, and there were many uh, problems, many hardships that we faced, that malaria uh, was all around in the forest. And uh, for the monks, the novices, the laity who came here to practice, there was many difficulties, many obstructions, but we still uh, tried to practice. And um, as we stayed here, then the malaria steadily reduced. And uh, so the monks could live here. They had the lay people kindly uh, supporting us. So for us, we have this opportunity to come together to build up goodness. What that means is that we build up merit, we build up skillfulness. And uh, so just like we were listening to these teachings of Lumpucha before, and he taught us um, to develop this skillfulness and develop merit and to build these in our hearts. So we have, when we have faith, then that means that we have a heart of faith, that faith is there in our hearts. When we have merit, that merit is there in our hearts. And also when we do unskillful deeds, when we do harmful deeds, that harmfulness is there in our hearts. And so whether humanity exists in the heart, being a celestial being that exists in the heart, a Brahma is here in the heart, or nobility resides in the heart as well. So we can see that the heart, these minds, they are the leaders. We have this intention to come to build up goodness. And probably many of you had planned this for months beforehand, and then you followed up on that, and you have managed to travel uh, in order to develop your hearts. And in the beginning, what this means is being generous, is sacrificing. We have this faith already, and then we come to offer things to the monks who are intent on bringing their minds to purity. And, uh, so we offer to people who have this firm intention to practice, and we give material things to them. And the Buddha said that this brings great benefits. It's a great form of merit that comes into our hearts. And, um, so if our minds just have these defilements running rampant in them, and the defilements become our owners, and we are their employees, uh, then this brings up great difficulty in our life. And just like how we listened to Lumpucha's teachings before, we were saying that these kilesas, the defilements, they've covered over our hearts for such a long time, for countless lifetimes. But our original mind, the original state of the heart, is one of purity and brightness. 
And the reason that they become gloomy and sad is because of these defilements that come and hold sway over them. So what do we do to bring these minds to purity and brightness? And so if we have this purity and brightness in the heart, what that means is that they are imbued with peace and with wisdom. And when that's the case, then suffering just can't arise within them because they have wisdom, because they have stillness. But when the mind still has suffering, um, that's because it doesn't have wisdom, because the defilements are controlling our minds. And so the Buddha taught that we need to practice, we need to develop these minds to raise them to a higher level. And the means that we use to do that is bhavana, is this mental cultivation. In the beginning, what this cultivation means is that we sacrifice, we're generous, we maintain and keep uh, these precepts. We develop collectedness of mind to bring our minds to peace. And then when they're calm, then we contemplate to see the truth, which means that we see ourselves. And uh, so now we all have this feeling of a self, that I am here, that there is this me, there is other. And we also attach to that feeling. But that attachment to a self, it's the cause for suffering, whether it's great suffering or whether it's just a small amount of discomfort or disease. So we develop this goodness of sacrifice, of giving up. We can offer some of our wealth. And uh, when we do this, then we gain this feeling that we really are being of benefit to this Buddhist religion. We're helping out these monks who are practicing. We're giving out uh, a helping hand uh, to the Buddhasasana. And so we do this through our material offerings, that we um, give up our material wealth in this way. And this is something that's very important, because if we don't do that, then uh, it's very difficult for the monks to stay into practice, that they don't have the requisites that people offer through their kindness, through their compassion, through their faith. And so for all of you, you come with faith to give these offerings. And uh, through doing that, you cultivate your hearts and you bring them to one level of purity. And then next you take up the five precepts, that of refraining from killing any life form or any uh, sentient beings, uh, that of stealing, of refraining from sexual misconduct, refraining from false speech, of refraining from taking intoxicants. And uh, through doing this, we're bringing our humanity to a state of completion. Because what human means, uh, manusa in Pali, what this means is uh, one who is upright, one who is high, who has a high mind. And so humans are higher than people. And we see that there are many, many people, but they have greed, hatred, and delusion, and they don't have any mindfulness. So we need to develop um, from the state of a person to the state of a human. And uh, with, the, with the minds of average people, they have all these defilements, and this agitates their hearts. And when they become more and more agitated, then it's possible for them to do a lot of damage and harm to each other. And in this way, then the world is in a state of sorrow. There's no happiness in the world because the world is full of people. Uh, but if we become a human, then that means that we have coolness and peace in our hearts. So just like when we give up, when we sacrifice um, continuously, this brings about goodness in our hearts. And then we also have the gift of our forgiveness as well. We cultivate kindness, we cultivate compassion, um, sympathetic joy and equanimity. These four divine abidings, we have them looking after our hearts as well. So the mind is in the state of a deva, the celestial being. So we've come to sit in meditation just now, and even though it was just five minutes, 
that's very important to do that before we make offerings, because we're cultivating our hearts uh, before. And for some people, during these five minutes of watching your breath come and go, um, I imagine for some of you, your hearts will have been in a state of peace and stillness. And uh, so just sitting in meditation for five minutes and can bring up joy and happiness in the heart, that the heart becomes purer than it was before from generosity, from keeping these precepts, and from developing samadhi as well. And why is that? It's because the defilements and because the hindrances, um, these become distant from our hearts. These hindrances, they are the obstacles to goodness arising in the heart. And when they're there, then the heart can't attain to that goodness. And this is due to the desire for sense pleasures, due to the aversion, the anger in the heart due to its drowsiness and lethargy, due to its scatteredness, to not being settled, uh, to being annoyed and aggravated. And uh, we'll see that these things normally are constantly present in the mind. But when we come to sincerely make offerings, to be generous, uh, then this brings about peace in our hearts to one level. And these five hindrances become a bit distant from the heart. And then when we take up the precepts, this brings about peace to another level, and the hindrances become even further distant from the heart. And then we cultivate samadhi, and the mind gains a deeper level of peace through this, and the hindrances become further distant from the heart. So we cultivate the samadhi through the methods that uh, the great teachers have taught us, the ways that bring about peace in the mind. And then we can reach a small amount of peace, what we call kanika samadhi, and then there's the samadhi which is close to jhana, what we call upajara samadhi. And then there's the peace which is very firm and stable in the mind. And this is apana samadhi. And it's possible for these states to appear within the heart. And if this peace arises in the mind uh, through our meditation, um, then and it also comes up through maintaining mindfulness as well. So whether we're standing, sitting, walking, lying down, whether we're speaking, whether we're listening, Whatever we're doing, we know that. All the movements of the body, we have our awareness there. Or we bring our mindfulness to watch the breath as it comes in, as it goes out. We can recite Buddha, Dhammo, Sangha, or whatever mantras that we are used to that bring up this recollection of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha. And this establishes peace in the mind. And when we have this peace there in the mind, oh sorry, this can come through these mantras that we recite. And so uh, we also can maintain mindfulness over the mind itself, knowing that peace is there, knowing that these five hindrances, they are absent from the mind. And here brightness appears, uh, calm appears in the heart, and a great joy can occur, a fullness of heart, and happiness comes up. And these things appear uh, for us within our own minds. We'll see that uh, this is a kind of happiness which we hadn't experienced before, that the happiness we gain from generosity, from keeping sila, it's not to this level. Because sometimes, even though we may be generous, we may be moral people, um, there can still be a lot of scatteredness within our hearts, and that's because the defilements are still there, and these things which obstruct goodness are still present. So we've all traveled uh, from Bangkok to come here. We've taken this opportunity to do this, to cultivate our hearts, to chant, to listen to the Dhamma. And you can do all of these while you're traveling. And then when you have the chance to be in a quiet space, then you can chant in your mind. You can recollect these meditation words. Seek out goodness within your heart. and Bring peace up within the mind. 
And so this peace can come from my generosity. It can come from taking up these precepts, and these become the supports for greater levels of peace to arise. And then when we have the time, we sit in meditation, and maybe it's five minutes, ten minutes, half an hour, and we bring about calm within our minds so that joy can arise, so that happiness can appear. And uh, we find that it's really amazing that these minds of ours, which before were so scattered, are now very peaceful, very stable. They're firmly established in samadhi. That we see that happiness comes up like this, that peace arises like this. And then we take these qualities of happiness and peace and use them to contemplate, to see into the nature of truth. Just like how Lubucha taught us before, that we contemplate into the self that we have here and see that the self is not self. And by seeing the self as being not self, we see our true self. Which means that we see all physicality and mentality as being a constant, stressful, and not self. We see the arising and ceasing of physicality and mentality. We see the arising and ceasing of all the material things in this world. How they all come, they all go. And by doing this, we see into conventions. And when we do that, then the mind becomes liberated. It becomes free from all of its attachments. And even though this may be temporary, it's uh, just this temporary liberation. It can develop and develop until it becomes a samucheta liberation, this complete liberation. And so it happens in stages. So for us, we have our effort, we have this sincerity, and this will allow wisdom to arise, this wisdom that comes up within our own hearts. Uh, But this requires the samadhi as its foundation. Samadhi is something that's very important, and this in turn needs generosity and morality there as well. And when we have all of these qualities, then the defilements which before caused us great damage can no longer do any harm to us. The mind is bright, it's peaceful, it's clean. And so for us, we are seeking out merit, and we find that merit within our minds. And uh, what we're doing is we're developing our hearts from being a person to being human. And when they reach a state of humanity, uh, then we bring them to be very joyful, and they turn into the heart of a deva. And, uh, and then we develop these four divine abidings, and they become the heart of a Brahma. And then we see into the four noble truths, that of stress, the course of s- the cause of stress, the cessation of stress, and the path leading to its cessation. And through understanding these four noble truths, the heart becomes noble. So for all of us, we've traveled here through the faith that we have in the Buddha, this belief that we have in the teachings of the Buddha. We have this very good opportunity now. And uh, so we should use that opportunity very well uh, to create goodness um, in our hearts, to find and seek out this goodness, uh, to cultivate this, and to bring our minds to peace. And we'll find that as we practice, then our minds do develop, they do get better, they become more peaceful. Um, The heart which was once very scattered becomes calm. The heart which was once dirty becomes clean. The heart which was once full of sorrow becomes happy. And why is that? It's because we are developing our hearts. Because we're able to do this to make them better than they were before. In order for everyone to come here like this, you will need a leader, a good leader. And so you do have this. You have lay people who are um, leading this group, uh, taking everyone to cultivate their hearts. 
So you have this opportunity to do this tonight, and then tomorrow you get the opportunity as well to make your minds better. And so you see that this year the mind should be better than it was last year. That last year you may have got annoyed very easily. There may have been very intense anger. The greed, hatred, and delusion uh, may be very strong. But over the course of one year, that these things lessen. The scatteredness of mind uh, gets less. The mind becomes more peaceful, more at ease. There's greater knowledge of Dhamma, uh, that when we listen to a talk, the talk goes in deeper than it did before. So when we listen to these talks of Nabucha or of the great teachers, what we're listening to is the Dhamma of the Buddha. And uh, through that we gain a clear understanding, and our wisdom gets better, and then as our wisdom grows, it becomes easier for us to keep the precepts. As we keep the precepts more, then it becomes easier for us to be more generous. And the heart gains purity and brightness um, steadily, slowly but surely, in this way. So when our hearts have Dhamma, then that is the true heart. But the heart which is filled with kilesas, which has these defilements in it, that's not actually our heart, because we are not the owner of it. But when we have this effort already, then we will put down the things that aren't good. Just like how Lopucha taught that those harmful acts, uh, we try to give them up, and we do less and less of them, and do them less and less frequently. And then we cultivate uh, skillfulness, and cultivate things which bring happiness. We develop our mindfulness and keep it within these four foundations of mindfulness, recollecting uh, the body, the feelings, uh, the mind, and the Dhamma. And we do this constantly. And even though we still have a me, and we still have possessions, we make sure it's a me and a mind that's getting purer and purer. That it's a me and a mind that's leading towards the abandonment, the giving up of self. Uh, so we maintain purity of our body and our speech, and then we bring about purity in our minds. We do this through developing samadhi, through bringing out these meditation words. So we use our samadhi to suppress the defilements. And we notice that if we slip away from a meditation object, then these defilements come up. So we need to be training our minds constantly, training them to gain the Dharma of the Buddha, training them to develop goodness here in the heart. And so what all of you have done today, this goodness that you have done, um, will bring a lot of benefit. And so through the power of the Triple Gem, the Bharami of the Buddha, the Dhamma, the Sangha, of Lumpucha, and all of the goodness that you have all created, may you all have a long life, may you all have beauty, uh, strength, and wisdom, and may you all gain the wealth of humans, the wealth of devas, and the wealth of nibbana.